the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook for so many reasons. Great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, and so many more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure. You get winnings fast. And it's so fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day and night when you log in. And FanDuel Sportsbook is now live in Ontario, Canada. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. Welcome back to another episode of the best gambling show ever on Volume Sports YouTube channel. Alex Monaco chilling with Liv Moods. Liv, I went from SoCal to NYC and I am fitting over here. How are you? I'm doing good. Probably a little cooler than you are, I imagine. Uh, You know, I feel like Colorado and California probably have similar summers, except you guys have the ocean breeze, which is perfect. And I would move to California right now if I could, but you know, funny, expensive. I get it. Uh, but I'm I'm happy that you're in New York only because I think more people will see you on their screens and get to watch you do your thing. And you're you're great at what you do, Monaco. So everything comes at a price. I know it's hot. I know you're probably a little homesick, but MSG miss you. We're excited to see you everywhere. Thank you. I, I right back at you with with being great at what you do. If I end up looking like I'm at the Jets training camp by the end of the episode, it's it's just the heat. I promise. It's not it's not the pressure of picking the AFC East, oh which God. we're diving into right now. I'm going to throw it to you. FanDuel, our home book, has the Bills as a humble favorite, minus two twenty, and then nice four to one, four and a half to one, five to one, and plus twenty four hundred. For the Jets at 24 to 1, how are you feeling about this AFC East coming in the next season? Yeah, I mean, I love the Bills. Obviously, the value is not there, and I'm big on value, especially when you're placing futures bets. I mean, it's hard not to back the Bills this season. They led the league in total defense, uh, scoring and passing last season. They have an elite QB in Josh Allen who can do both, rushing and passing. Um Personally, I think the Bills have a really great chance of winning it all. So if I'm going to take a futures bet on this Bills team, it's going to be to win the Super Bowl at plus 650. Obviously, you get a lot better value taking them to win it all than you do taking them out of this division. Minus 220 is just not a bet that I would take because you're not really getting much in return. So I think you're better off to take them either to win the AFC or to win the Super Bowl. But I'm going big with the Bills. I've got them winning it all this year. So I grabbed them at plus 650. 
Yeah, I think they're they're primed to make a run. FanDuel's got them. They're they're atop everyone's power rankings. They're the favorite right now in Vegas to win the Super Bowl. And rightfully so, a top two offense. And you mentioned defensively, best defense as far as points against in the NFL. Not a ton of household names on the defense, but if you look into the core and what they've done, I mean, Hyde continuously says they are disrespected, but this defense, particularly the defensive back, they held quarterbacks to under 200 yards a game. I think it was around 160-ish. That's remarkable in a pass-happy spread offense type league that we now watch. So what they've done defensively is very impressive. You mentioned, Allen. I'm curious, do you think, though, on the win standpoint, they came in 11-6 and last year, and FanDuel's got them at 11.5. Do you think they can get a 12-win spot? And and we know how the, the, the playoffs go. Only one team now gets a bye. So they're going for that. They're vying for that. They have a shot because AFC West is going to beat up on each other. You like them over 11 and a half? Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. Obviously, you mentioned last season they were 11 and 6. And I have to mention that that was with the easiest schedule in the league. So they wow. do have a, a significantly more difficult schedule this season. Uh, so that's obviously something that I take into consideration. I do think they can get 12 wins, but I'm going to be honest. The number does feel a little bit high just given the circumstances that they didn't even hit this last season and they had a much easier schedule last season. That being said, I am all in on this Bills team. I think they have everything they need to be successful and to hit that number. So you could argue this number is a little bit high. I'm going to say for the sake of sake of the show that it's just right because I'm going to take the over. I'm, I'm really high on this Bills team this year, but yeah, you can make a case that this number seems a little high considering what they did last season and the fact that they have a little bit more of a different difficult schedule this season. Yeah, it's it's right where it should be completely. Exactly, exactly the hook making it difficult for you. Do you go over? Do you sure. go under? They went five and one in the division. We remember that one random blowout where Mac Jones threw three times and they ran the ball down their throat. So they they have those weird hiccup moments. I do really like them adding Dalvin Cook's brother out of Georgia, James Cook, to the roster. They have not had a run game the entire time that that Josh Allen has been there. He's their best running back, you could argue. Right. So I like that balance. It is a it is an interesting division, though, as we're going to segue into it as far as competition. Some people think the Patriots may have regressed. Everyone's on the Dolphins. They got better. Of course, we've seen the Zach Wilson headlines and everyone loving them. Can they go five and one in division? I think they can. Seven and five in the conference, though. We know they are in the tougher conference. And you mentioned the schedule thing. I'm going to go over because I'm with you, but it's close. I think this is a 12 and five club, but ultimately we're on them to win the division. It's it's really worth swallowing the 220. You don't want to in these cases, but I mean, 220 down to win 100, however you want to chalk it up. This to me, right, live outside of maybe the box. This has to be one of the the strongest convictions of a team to win their division. Agreed. Yeah. Well, how do you, as far as the competition goes in the division, let's talk about who everyone's talking about, which is Tyree kill and Tua and these fins they're down in South beach. Everyone's loving them. I'm going to throw a little bit of a hot take out there, but I want you to go first. How are you feeling about eight and a half wins for the fins up this season? Yeah, I mean, I hate to like ride with the public and the hype just because Vegas doesn't ever like to lose big. 
Um, <laughs> but whenever the public really loves something and I also love it, I'm like, ah, I don't really love it anymore. But I do like over eight and a half wins for this Dolphins team this season. I mean, they went nine and eight last season in the off season. They've made some incredible changes, obviously adding Hill new, new coach in McDaniel as well. So they've made some, some changes in the off season that in my opinion, only make them better or should only make them better. Uh, obviously the question is, can Tua stay healthy? And that is something that you just can't predict. And you just never know the answer to whether or not a player can stay, you know, healthy and in the game. So Kind of, you know, figuring out what Tua is going to be bringing to the table is obviously a question mark. They revamped their off, their offense in the offseason and they maintain their solid defense. So I'm liking the Dolphins. Again, they went nine and eight last season. Um, so I, I imagine that they'll do it again because they've only made improvements leading into this upcoming season. So I think it is too low and I am taking the over. When you're looking at, from a betting perspective, a Tyree kill coming in, we've seen the drop off with the Rogers and the Mahomes who lose their number one option. How do you, to your best of, of your abilities, cap a star wide receiver coming in to your franchise? And do you factor that in for an extra win or so? Yeah. I mean, I think what's really tough about receivers particularly is that they have to have a good QB in order to essentially be successful um, and we haven't really seen Tua in action consistently enough, in my opinion, uh, to be able to make a fair judgment on that. I do think that Hill seems very optimistic about the upcoming season and the QB that he's playing for. I think most of that relationship between QB and receiver boils down to trust and it boils down to chemistry. And I'm loving seeing Hill be very excited about Tua. I think a lot of receivers maybe would have been irritated or frustrated or upset to move from a guy like Patrick Mahomes to a guy like Tua, who hasn't really had a breakthrough season yet. Um, but it seems like Hill is very excited and is willing to, you know, give it his all. So to me, I think that's half of the job right there. So yeah, I would say having Hill on your team being as successful as he is and as talented as he is, I would give this Dolphins team a couple more W's for sure. It's fickle for me to, to look at this team. I, I look at two elements. I look at a, a defensive coach who was a, a phenomenal leader of men in Brian Flores out and a newcomer in via the Shanahan coaching tree. I like McDaniel. I like his energy. I think they definitely step it up offensively. I think they might not be the same defense that we're used to seeing the last couple of years. They're, they're a good defense. I'm not saying they're not going to keep them in games. But then the other element is, you have the fastest two wide receivers in the history of the league between Waddle and Hill on your team. And then you have a game manager. Tua can't throw the deep ball. He never has. I, I'm fascinated to see how they call plays for this team. And then, and I want to throw it back to you on this. They have a cast of characters that are running back live. We're talking about Chase Edmond, Mostert, Sony, Mich Sony Michelle, and then they still have Miles Gaskin from last year. These are three guys that were on different clubs all coming in. How does the run game factor in and help Tua? Because if this run game doesn't click, and I'm not saying all these guys can't be a great rotation trio, but if they can't run the football and then you put it all on Tua, this team averaged 20 points a game offensively last year. I, I'm, I'm concerned that he's not going to be able to rise to the occasion. And here is my hot take. This Dolphins team starts out the season with 0 and 4. All right. They wow. gotta play, they gotta play 
New England, and I don't if I'm if you're giving Bill Belichick a whole month of August to prep for Week One, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Patriots, particularly because they lost to Miami twice last year, and then they got to play Lamar and the Ravens, Josh Allen the Bills, and Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Where where's the W there? I don't see a W there, but. I do think those next four weeks where they play a lot of cupcakes, they get the Lions in there, the Bears, the Jets. I think they land on nine and eight again. So I'm going to go over eight and a half. I don't see this team, though, competing with the Bills in in this division. I do not think the value is there at plus 450. Yeah, I mean, I think that they'll definitely hit that over eight and a half wins. But in terms of them coming out of this division, I don't see it either. Well, do you, and just real quick, one more thing. Do you feel more confident in a game manager like Tua being paired with a offensive, innovative young coach? Or do you feel like that might actually work? I don't want to say work against him, but not work like we all envision it in our head. No, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be great. And I think that Tua, this is kind of a, an important season for Tua to kind of prove himself. I don't, I don't want to... Again, I think he's had promising moments, but I think we need to see him in an entire season with weapons, with an offensive coach, so that there's no more excuses. It's not, oh, I was injured. Oh, you know, oh, we had a weird coaching situation. No, you're here. You're healthy. Prove yourself. We need to know what two is all about moving forward. So I do think this coach will be great for him. And I think the additions to the offense will be great for him. And I'm very optimistic about Tua's season. Well, they are in the better conference. Let's now talk about a team that has dominated for decades, but a lot of people are on the opposite of as far as the New England Patriots go live. And they're sitting right there at eight and a half wins, obviously hit the over last year, made the playoffs, got ran out of the building in that wild card round, but they made the playoffs. And I want to throw it to you first, eight and a half W's. You going over or under for this New coaching staff outside of Belichick with Patricia back in and McDaniels now in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you just mentioned it. A lot of offseason coaching changes, which I think is is naturally going to create a different dynamic, whether it be good or bad. Um, but we don't know if it'll be good. So I think anytime there's change within an organization, you kind of wonder. Uh, how that change is going to affect the group. Uh, so we don't really know. I don't really know um, how that change is going to affect them. However, uh, 10 and 7 last season, I will say this Patriots team has one of the largest discrepancies in terms of schedule difficulty from last year to this year. Um, this year's schedule is much, much more difficult for this Patriots team. So I, I just don't have the faith. Maybe that's my hot take for this episode is that I, I just don't have the faith in the Patriots. Nothing about them is exciting me right now. I'm not, I just don't have faith. I don't have, maybe I don't have faith in Mac Jones. Maybe it's just the Patriots in general. And I get it. I know exactly who their head coach is before anyone in the chat is like, what is she talking about? This is Bill Belichick. We're talking about, I know. Um, but there's just nothing exciting to me about this Patriots team. Uh, so I don't have faith. I think the number is too high and I'm taking the under. So I'm actually, I'm on the over. I think this is a team that again, can, can get a 10 and seven and maybe work their way into the wildcard conversation. Again, more difficult conference, but this team live, look, they're, they're not glamorous. They're like the opposite of the dolphins. There's nothing flashy on this team. But you look at the offensive weapons 
And it's similar to the running back scenario with the Dolphins. They got Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. Those are three guys from other clubs that, that didn't work out where they were. Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, that was supposed to be an unbelievable one-two punch. And then they bring back Damian Harris, Stevenson, James White's on the pup list, but he'll be back. I look at the offense, and if you were to tell anyone that this was a top six offense last year in points per game, you'd be flabbergasted. 27 points per game offensively with a rookie with a rookie quarterback. And then their top two in defense last year, bringing back almost everyone. They don't have, they, they don't have everybody defensively that they did last year. But my goodness, if we get the best coach of all time in a scheme that worked last year, we're not asking Mac Jones to be, you know, uh, uh, Joe Burrow, uh, Josh Allen. We're just asking him to manage the game. And I think he's going to rise to the occasion. I like this team to get over eight and a half, finish second, and take care of those easy wins that they do have here and there. But ultimately, this defense, I mean, they went out, they signed Jalen Mills from Philly. They still have Judon, who was playing like an MVP at the linebacker position. They got Wise. They got Lawrence Guy on the line. They got McCourty still there. They got defensive pieces that have been there in the Brady era that remember what it's like to do the Patriot way. So without going too on and on about it, I like this team to get over eight and a half. I think it's kind of mispriced. I think we're getting a win. If it was nine and a half, I'd have to think about it. I think it should be nine and a half. I'm kind of flabbergasted that it's eight and a half showing what they did. There's only three teams that were top 10 in offense and defense last year, and they're one of them. Fair enough. All right. Wrapping it up with the New York Jets. Five and a half wins. How are you feeling about this one? I mean, it's the Jets. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just like one of those things where I'm like, I uh, just, I don't really, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's Zach Wilson's year. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> they too, yeah, they do have a little bit more of a difficult schedule this year. Um, not as large of a discrepancy as the Patriots, but still more difficult this season. Uh, four and 13 last season. I really feel like this program, I was trying to take a look at what they did in the off season. And to me, it feels like they're really building this program around Zach Wilson. He is the priority. He is who they are banking on and putting their money, investing their money into like this program is built around Zach Wilson. And besides the fact that he's a mama's boy, I'm kind of wondering what we're, what we saw last season that makes us want to build an entire program around him. That is not to say, I think he had promising moments. Absolutely. Um, but I just don't feel like they handled the off season, maybe the best way they could have in terms of like building a, a more successful program for the long term. Um, I do also think it can only go up from here. I mean, you were four and 13. What did we say? He had like seven games without a touchdown. I mean, it's only up yeah. from here. I would hope. Um, <laughs> I do think the number is just right, but there is nothing that is making me, there's nothing that the jets have done in the off season or changed from last season. That's making me want to take the over. So I think the number is just right, but this is a stay away bet for me. If I had to choose, I'm taking the under. Yeah, well said. I don't have too much more to add. Bottom five offense. They did have a good draft. I think everyone can agree they had a good draft. You know, you bring in a top wide receiver out of Ohio State, starting running back. 
But ultimately, it's still on Zach Wilson. You mentioned it. We talked about it on his over-under with touchdowns, seven games with no touchdowns, nine games with one touchdown. So the guy didn't really blow us out of the water as a rookie. Granted, a rookie, dysfunctional organization, defensive head coach, a lot working against him, not a ton of pieces. So I don't want to hold too much against him. You want to give him a second year. But, Liv, I'm going through the schedule outside of the Jaguars and maybe the Lions, who, again, the Lions were not terrible last year at all. They just got a lot of bad breaks. And maybe Deshaun, who's now playing week two, the Browns, I don't know how how else I can justify a win on their schedule. It sounds terrible to say. I don't think they beat anybody in the division this year, not once. Wow. And I, 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 I just can't, I can't justify it. It's a very competitive division that has three – Company cultures that are all great, and this this is a rebuild organization right now. It's a lot on Wilson. I do think it's a step in the right direction. I, I got him at five wins. I got to go under. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. I, yeah, there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing again. Like, there's nothing that's making me go. I think the over is the move. Mm, sorry, Jets. <laughs> can't do it. I can't we're, do it. We're we're both on the Bills. We feel great about that. Going to be fun drama between the Finns and the Patriots within the division. None of them are going to the Super Bowl, but it'll be fun to see if one of them can compete for a wild card. And then we're both fading the Jets. We hate to do it, but we have to. Have to. Got to do what you got to do. AFC East. I will mention, I think the Bills, because you can parlay on FanDuel divisional win, the divisional champions. I think the taking the Bills and another team you feel great about, the Bucs, the Packers, whomever that has some juice, would you agree that's like a perfect team to parlay if you're going to go futures with divisional winners? Totally. I mean, if you like the Bills and you really believe they're coming out of this this um, division, minus 220, like I said, I wouldn't take that bet by itself. But if you've got another surefire that you, you know, anticipate, maybe the Broncos or something <laughs> like that. I'm no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but if you've got another team that you like coming out of their division, for sure, a parlay would would definitely make that value better. Can we get a can we get a let uh Broncos country let's ride before we oh, yeah, head yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> He's so creepy with it, but it's fantastic. It's like a meme. Everyone's doing it. It's great. I love it. Why is he so why is is he not authentic? Why is it so hard to deliver the lines? He's done commercials before. I just don't think the man has natural swag, which is why he is with a woman like Sierra. I think they are yin and yang, opposites attract. I think he's awkward and goofy and kind of a dweeb and a dork, which is why I love him. And I think Sierra has all the swag. So he's he's dressing like Jake from State Farm, voluntarily with the khakis, (laughs) voluntarily with the khakis, with no Sierra. That's that's what you're saying. I think you're you're spot on. Yeah, that's what I think. Opposites attract. I think they bring out the best in each other. But yeah, the swag thing, I don't think it's natural for him at all. Could be the best take of the show. <laughs> As we wrap, a great let's ride for Lib. Also, congratulations on one year at the volume. We love Thanks, having you. you, working with you. It's best a joy. It's a blast. Ever. And plenty more to come. Very excited year on tap. But yeah, let's uh, let's ride on out of here. And we'll be back with another episode of the Volume Sports YouTube channel soon. See ya.
the volume.